Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversations with the Maiden, Mother, and Crone, where we look at ourselves and our world through the lens of the 21st century. Hello and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Cindy Murray, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kristen and Amber. Hey! Hey. And we are here today to have a conversation about spirit guides. And if this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you to our podcast. You will find that we have a um, very eclectic... Uh, topics that we discuss. Um, we're kind of all over the place, but we we think that we're finding things that are interesting to people and hopefully we'll find something that's interesting to you. If you've been uh, joining us and you're coming back again, thank you for coming back. Um, we, we love having you join us for our conversations and we hope that you're actually participating in the conversations by checking out our blog and our podcast. You can find that all at uh, modernmusings.net on the web and um, we, we post blogs every week that go along with the podcast usually and we carry on a lot of conversations there and we also have a Facebook page we're Modern Musings MMC on Facebook and through that MMC website you can also find our MMC chat group where everyone is allowed to post and you can post whatever you want to add to that conversation. So today, as I mentioned, we are talking about spirit guides. And you may ask, what is a spirit guide? I don't know. <laughs> um, your spirit your, guide hasn't told you yet? <clears throat> your spirit guide is what you want your spirit guide to be. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. How about that? Um, actually, what I'm referring to... Um, I, I got the idea for this topic from an Oracle card deck that I have. And um, one of the cards is the Council of Light card. And on this Council of Light card, um, it, it's talking about divine orchestration and and helpers and um, people that can give you guidance in your life or whatever. And a lot of times people think of spirit guides as their spirit animal or, uh, or other things like that. Um, a lot of the Native Americans will go um, have, have different rituals involving their spirit animals and they will feel connected to a specific type of animal and they will use that as guidance in their life. But what I'm actually referring to is a little more... Um, I, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for Inclusive is. Inclusive? Of uh, other things? Uh, possibly. Um, I, I use the term a lot more loosely. So what I am talking about for today is a lot broader in topic than that. Um, and I'm really basically talking about um, who you turn to spiritually and how you turn to them when you need that little bit of guidance. And um, the Catholics who are listening will may relate to this a little more in that um, they have saints who they feel like guide them or help them or protect them or whatever. And so do a lot of other religions. And so I'm not talking, you know, just simply about these um, 
mythological creatures or anything like that. I'm actually talking about in your own religion, what are your spirit guides? Because in a um, in every religion, there are spirit guides. There are angels. There are um, ascended masters or whatever who are there um, who who offer guidance in your religion or whatever, even in Christianity. So um, this card, uh, the, the what brought me to this was this Oracle deck card that I got today actually, but I was actually thinking about this a long time ago and it's oddly appropriate that I drew this card this morning. But the card that I drew is the Council of Light and on this card are a lot of well-known uh, uh, figures from religious, uh, different religions. So we have Jesus, the Buddha, Muhammad, the Black Madonna, Mary, Joseph, and I believe this is Anna, the what, uh, who they often say is the grandmother of Jesus, who was a mystic in the uh, Jewish uh, faith. She was a, a oracle, not an oracle. What is the word I'm looking for? Well, I guess an oracle would be it. But she was a seer, a prophecy. She prophesied. Um, and, and, um, and some other, there's other icons on here that I am not, um, fully sure who they are. Um, but you could also probably include Abraham and Moses among those, uh, any of the people that are mentioned in the Bible as being ascended, uh, or to whom, um, Jesus saw them or other people saw them when they had visions of heaven or visions of, uh, archangels, uh, Gabriel, Michael, Raphael, and can you name the other one? I never can. Azrael. Is it Azrael? I think I, I know that's I, <laughs> That should be interesting. But anyway, so so there's a lot of different things that people Uriel. that people don't I always think it's Uriel. Muriel. Okay. So there's a there's a lot of different um beings who um different religions or different people think of as, um, as their spirit guides. And, um, I, I really never thought of it much in that term because a lot of people always think who's your spirit guide. And, you know, people are thinking, uh, because a lot of people will say, well, I, mine is this bear that, um, blah, blah, blah. Or mine is a, a person who lived during the civil war that da da da. And you know, they think of it in those metaphysical terms. And, um, I never really felt that, but I have been, even though I am not a, a Catholic, I have been a follower of St. Jude because he is the saint, the patron saint, of hopeless causes and hospitals and, um, you know, being without hope or whatever. And so, uh, he brings hope to the hopeless and that I've often found myself in positions where I felt like I needed his guidance, where I needed his guidance or his help. And so I, I am a, a patron of St. Jude. So, um, and a lot of people who aren't Catholics do follow different, different saints. So, but I never thought of him as a spirit guide, but now that 
uh, until someone brought that to my attention that actually a spirit guide is anyone who gives you spiritual guidance. That's all it is. Who gives you spiritual guidance? So as I mentioned, uh, mine is St. Jude. Um, I've been very many times in hopeless cases. I found some novenas, which are a prayer that you say for nine days, um, to St. Jude. And so I started saying those and miraculously, because I don't know any other way to explain it, things happened in my favor that were actually a hopeless case. So I am a patron of St. Jude. So what about you girls? Do you have um, a patron saint or a spirit guide of some sort, something that guides you? Um, and I will say also that a lot of people use the, what would Jesus do? That is Jesus being your spirit guide. So do you have one and, um, how has it helped you? How do you use that guidance? And, uh, you know, do you have any advice for people to find their own? Well, um, okay. So, there are many different, like in, especially in the metaphysical world, there are many different kinds of spirit guides. Um, I know that like an, one of them would be like a spirit animal, maybe a past pet that you had. And my whole life, I have always seen out of the corner of my eye or maybe blink and you miss it, a cat following me mm-hmm. around and maybe it was just my own fantasy of past pets that were cats but I see a lot of cats and I'm just not talking about in my actual life where I have four cats and my fiance has a cat I see a lot of cats so maybe that is one of my spirit guides as far as like um who I talk to and ask for advice. Since my mom died the past four years, it has been my mom. Mm -hmm. Who, before that, it was my grandpa. I still talk to him as well. And he died when I was in second grade. So, um, past loved ones are who I ask for advice and talk to. Literal spirit guides. I have have done that too. I had uh, my great-grandmother, I... Uh, very often when I was younger uh, would, you know, kind of look up to the heavens and ask her what would she do or whatever, you know, um, because I looked up to her. She was a very yeah. interesting person to me. I what, ask my mom a lot if I'm on the right path or if she would be proud of me. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kristen? Um, I have always been pretty interested in um, spirit guides and... Uh, also, the idea of a familiar, too. So, okay. when you were mentioning the um, cats, the yes. cat, that was my mm-hmm. first thought is like, duh, Amber, you're, that's your familiar. Yes, I have a lot of cats. Right. But your familiar is like your spirit guide that has come down to this earth and embodied something else, usually an uh, animal. Yeah. Um, that is close by your side. So, that one's really interesting and just seeing it in a different light or different mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've always been intrigued by that. Um, 
and I've always thought like, how do I know like what's my spirit guide? And um, I was thinking of it more on like the metaphysical context, which which most people do. Yeah, right. Most people and do. I and think it's really easy to come to that because of being here in the Americas, Native American folklore is everywhere here where we're at. Yes. Um, totem yeah. animals. That's like what we know here. We know that uh, the eagle soars above and sees bird's eye view and catches its prey and has a sharp eye. And we know that, you know, the wolf is like the loner, you know, but also works best in a pack. Yes. And, you know, that it has like that dueling personality type. All of the animals have like their archetype. Yes, right. yes. And yeah. so those are easy to relate to because we know how animals act in the wild, like a lion, right? And so, like, even, like, the Celtic um, folklore also has their own set of animals and mm-hmm. what they yes, represent. Yes, they do. Yes. Uh, the runes, actually, the Futhark runes have their own animals that they uh, correlate with. And so I've always found that really interesting, like, in the cultural aspect and how it plays into culture and society and religion and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I was raised, you know, pretty neutral as far as, like, religious beliefs. You know, my my parents both had a different religious background, so they both wanted to raise me independent of religion so that I could come to my own conclusion. So I explored a lot. And so I've always been just kind of like floating around from one thought to the other. And so I never have actually like sat down and said, this is my spirit guide. Um, But I did um, in my exploration realize, oh, you're right. You know, like Jesus is an ascended master. He is considered a spirit guide. It's not just animals or um fantasy creatures like buddha also yeah yeah Yeah, i say buddha Buddha. (laughs) Uh, i was actually thinking buddha and bodhisattva Mm -hmm. uh, because a bodhisattva is uh someone who postpones their nirvana to help to help others so in a way they are they're not ascended yet but they are a spirit guide in that they are they're they are really there they just have elected to stay on earth to guide others. So sometimes I think it's not just like this high far reaching person. Right. That is like almost deified like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Sometimes it's just a person in your, in your family or your life that comes and sometimes leaves. um, Right. You know, with some people who come into your life for a season or Mm -hmm. whatever. Their little purpose. Yeah. And sometimes those people are the people that you kind of like look up to, where you um, learn well, from. And, and yeah. you, you just said something that, that made me, that caught my, my ear. And I just want to be clear that we are not talking about deities. Right. We are not talking about uh, worshiping these um, entities or whatever. We are talking about using them for guidance um, as opposed to worshiping them. So, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a little bit of semantics there because a lot of Christian religions look at the um, use of saints uh, and praying to saints as deification of the saints. But um, the Catholic Church does not consider them to be deities. They're just ascended 
masters in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yes. So we're, I just I wanted to make that clear that we are not talking about deities. Push so. all of that religious argumenting. Well, and so that's we're what, just asking yes. what guides you, whether right. it's a person, right. a saint, right? right. But it, but it guides you spiritually. So yeah. Yeah. It, it 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 does. It affects you. You know. So Jesus is also one of my spirit guides because I study his works. And the idea is that I, religion aside, I look to him as someone to emulate in behavior and ideals. Right. And so that is, aside from the fact that, you know, of any religion, he is someone to, and that's the way that other, other religions often see him as, Someone um, to look up to. As a rabbi, uh, someone to look up to. So um, even the the Muslim um, religion. respected yes, yes, that He's very respected yes. in that religion. So um, so I'm sorry to interrupt no, yeah. you. No, good good points. Um, so I've never actually been like, yeah, this is my spirit guide. Um, I did think about it like, you know, like you're talking about your cat, like what pops up a lot. And I've heard a lot of people say, that if you see this thing or you hear it a lot, then right. that's probably like your spirit guide trying mm-hmm. to communicate with mm-hmm. you, right. trying to point something out, or your guardian angel. That's even a guardian angel is another. One. Yeah, yes. even if it's not a specifically named guardian angel, we all have talked about. Oh, my guardian angel must be looking out for me today because, <laughs> you know, and I know I must have some kind of guardian angel that keeps me from like doing some really stupid stuff. <laughs> So, Don't we all? Um, but, uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> but uh, I have always loved unicorns, and it's funny because they've kind of like become popular again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's probably just because my generation—they were cool in the eighties, and yeah. now they're cool and now again. you're grown up, and you're and we have money to spend. So they're like, yeah, let me go. Yeah, yeah. There's all these forty-year-olds who love. Uh, yes, thank no, you. I literally just bought the Lisa Frank artistry makeup palette the other day. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've always loved unicorns and I've collected, um, anything I could find. If I saw something that had a unicorn on it, any movies that had unicorns in it, one of my favorite movies is legend, which has a unicorn in it. And, you know, I've always loved unicorns and same thing with butterflies. I'm not particularly interested in like cataloging butterflies or reading up on you know different just how they varieties of butterflies butterflies, just how they look yeah they're pretty i see them and i go ooh, pretty you know well we we talk about the about butterflies a lot in our in like in goals girl thing because you know the the changing the the changing of the butterfly Yeah. yeah and i think that's probably one of the things because i feel like my entire life has been this slow cocoon Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know one of these days I'm going to be a butterfly. Probably already am the butterfly and just haven't realized that I'm not in the You just got to break out of your cocoon. Yeah. Right. You, you just have to break out of your head and realize you are the butterfly. Right. Yes. And so I I like that aspect. Like I was talking about, like the different characteristics of certain animals. Um, same thing like the wolf. That's why I mentioned it because it's been mm-hmm. one of the animals. I feel like I probably relate to the animal ones more than like the literal like historical figures Mm -hmm. just because to be honest I don't know a lot about a a lot of them like I do know a little bit about I feel like I don't know a lot about them I can't say like I'm an expert on any of the 
historical figures or any of the angels because I don't even remember half their names. But I do find it's really interesting. Speaking of, there's also a whole like genre of spirit guides that are ancient aliens too and i cannot <laughs> tell you yeah. all of the names but i do remember there's arcturians and the pleiadians and atlanteans see i know probably more of the fictitious Mintakins. alien names yeah Mintakins. there you go yeah. see i know more of the aliens than i do like that yeah. <laughs> well and <laughs> okay you, you started talking about your animals too and it just it just dawned because you were talking about liking certain animals and your unicorns and your butterflies and i just realized that um i i actually have one too because I several years ago I got fascinated because this thing started happening with all the llamas and you started seeing llamas everywhere and I thought they were really cute. So I've I've kind of adopted this um llama mindset because the to me the no drama llama, you know, mm-hmm. and and it was a reminder to me to stop take a deep breath. Don't let the drama get me. Keep everything chill. And in a way, that is the guidance of a spirit animal. You know, even even though llamas spit. <laughs> but, you know, maybe maybe looking at that in that terms, because when I'm getting all mad, I'm kind of a spitfire. And I'm like, and the spit's nasty. Right? It's nasty. And I get nasty. And so having that no drama llama is is my reminder to me to don't, to not be it's that the person. rubber band on the wrist. Yes, it is. It is. That negative behavior. So, you can so in a way that guide. is kind of a spirit animal for me because I can be nasty spit <laughs> and I don't want to be nasty spit. I want to be no llama drama, no drama llama. So, um, you know, Hey, why not? Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I never even thought in terms of, of, um, like the angels or the saints or anything like that being spirit animals until someone pointed it out to me. And I don't even remember who it was. Spirit guides or spirit guides. Yeah. But Kristen and I were talking one day and then it was just like, Oh, Oh, well then that means that St. Jude is mine because that's, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and really, because we had never thought about, you know, a lot of people um, revere and look up to Moses and Abraham and, you know, and things like that. And it's like, well, that, that's their spirit guide, you know. Ruth is one that Ruth, I know a lot of. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, a lot of, uh, Esther yeah. is another. Um, there's uh, Mary. A lot of people look up to Mary as, you know, the this ideal mother and, you know, the the embodiment of different things. So I, I think it's going into that with the, that little bit more open-minded, um, asking yourself what guides you, what is your spirit animal? So, you know, I, uh, like I said, I just kind of encourage you to, to look and see what your spirit animal is or, um, or think about it. See if you have one. If you, yeah, see a lot of animals like the llama and me with the cat, also, I am really into birds, like uh, oh, yeah. ravens and, you know, just owls, birds. Oh, owls so, uh, you know, if you're really into a certain type of animal, it may be your spirit guide. 
but or but, spirit animal. But I guess yeah. Well, which your spirit animal could be your spirit guide. That, yeah. But the point is that you stop and ask yourself if if you find something relatable about animals. If you love horses or if you mm-hmm. love dogs and you just feel so related to dogs and um, stop and ask yourself what is it what are the characteristics of that animal that guide me in my life that give me a sense of direction or you know because you mentioned that like I can say like a dog would definitely be a spirit guide for me. And here's why, because I am like so attuned to dogs. I love dogs. I love all dogs so stupidly that I've been bitten like so many times because I'm like, hi puppy to like stranger she dogs. She her hands out there. I'm bad. Yeah, she yeah. does. And um, I just, I love dogs. And I'm um, that way with cats. One of the neat things about dogs is that they have this unconditional love and like, even the owner that beats them, they love, you know, mm-hmm. dogs, you know, sometimes they do attack people, but for the most part, dogs forgive and they love and they love and they have so much joy and they're happy to see you. And I love that. I want to personify that, you know, so that's a personality trait to look up to and mm-hmm. uh, using the dog as your spirit guide. Like how would a dog react in this situation? Right, right. Mm. and and i like i said that's the way the the I, and that just occurred to me while we were recording this podcast when you were talking about the unicorns i i looked over and i saw my llamas on the wall and i'm like oh hey but um because we're recording from my studio again and <laughs> um <laughs> uh, and i hope y'all think that the sound is a lot better in here than it was the last few that we've recorded so um but yeah i i think um I think there's a lot of people who have spirit guides or spirit animals and and maybe don't even realize it and maybe becoming more attuned to that and more aware of those um, people or spirits or animals or ascended masters or beings, angels, whatever the, whatever they are in your life, being more attuned to them will help you make your better decisions and keep leading your best life and maybe um, keep you on track with your higher goals. You have to definitely stay open, stay open to the signs that you see. Like there are signs everywhere and your spirit guides are sending them to you always, especially if you look for repeated patterns in numbers that you see. That is typically a sign from your spirit guide. Yeah. Yeah, like if you see um, 1111 is a very typical sign. If you see a lot of 1111s, then your spirit guide is trying to communicate with you. There's, There's a lot of, you know, like you said, seeing animals everywhere. Like I said, I kept seeing the, the llamas. And, and I know part of that is a marketing thing. People were buying llamas in stores yeah, had llamas yeah. but but my brain didn't have to notice those yeah you know? it, it, that's the, the thing it I wanted you to notice it my brain wanted to notice that and and I just and I just kind of looked at him and I was like you know this is perfect this is perfect it's you know like um you know seeing my dead cat everywhere or something like that or and I've that's something that I've noticed since I was a kid mm. like just uh seeing a cat when I shouldn't be seeing a cat like 
at my grandmother's house when she didn't have a cat. Oh, yeah. I would see a Just cat kind of laying on the, on the bed, or yeah, something. Yep. or something like that. And, you know, like I said, birds. I see ravens a lot. Like, I'm always very drawn. Even before I liked Edgar Allan Poe, I was always very drawn to ravens and definitely the poem the raven really stuck with me Mm -hmm. my whole Mm -hmm. life because I've always been very drawn to it yeah my my sister uh was fascinated by cows um the black the black and white spotted cows like Mm -hmm. the chick-fil-a cow and she collected um cow things I don't know why she got started on that but that was her thing and after she died um, my niece came to live with us, as we've talked about before, and and we started seeing cows everywhere. Everywhere we went, we would see these little black and white cows. And we finally just concluded that it was my sister letting her know, letting Ashley know that she's she was, okay. She was okay. And she's watching her, you know, and, and that Ashley was going to be okay and that she or that she approved or whatever, you know. And, and we do every once in a while, we, we just out of the blue, we'll see these cows in very odd circumstances. And, and to me, that's just, that's a sign from her. Um, I've I've got no signs from my mom. She got, she got, uh, when she moved into the dorm this semester, the, uh, the RA made little name tags for their, for their dorm doors, you know, or whatever. And hers was a cow. A black and white cow. Weird. Yes. Wow. Like, so her mom yeah. approves of her being in college and getting a degree yep. and Proud everything like that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's so. like uh, my mom loved Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't seek out Coca-Cola, but I noticed earlier that your husband, Mark, when I saw him earlier today, he was wearing a Coca-Cola t-shirt. And it made me think of my mom. Oh, how funny. And (laughs) like I will run across something random Coca-Cola like at the store, not like in the Coca-Cola aisle, but like a Coca-Cola bear stuffed animal or something Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. randomly. Yeah. And I would I would see it and I would be like, my mom would love that. Oh, yeah. And so and it's just very random when I'm doing random things. I will run across something Coca-Cola and think about my mom, and I know that she's thinking about me. That's cool. That's cool. I remember one of my cousins, her son had passed away, and I remember her saying, like, after he had passed away, that she saw dragonflies. Uh, I've heard everywhere. of people seeing butterflies, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, Mima, Mark my husband's um mother when uh when her husband passed away she saw little butterflies and she she said i think that's virgil so yeah you never know you never know i think uh, a lot of people have a lot of different ideas about um spirit guides and um the presence of those influences in their life I like I said I think it's it's just up to us to be open to it and to realize and you know what to me it really doesn't matter it doesn't need to be backed by science it doesn't hurt anyone as long as you're not hurting yourself by like clinging to something and like in the result of you missing out on other things in life right what's the harm in believing in something that 
gives that you helps comfort. You, gives you comfort, helps you feel secure in your choices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, validates you. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes it just helps your subconscious validate the thoughts that are going on in the back of your head that you don't even right and for all we know that could be what what it is you know that it that it is just your your subconscious you know Mm -hmm. projecting these things like the cats on the bed Mm -hmm. um that's that's your brain's way of telling you this is okay you know Mm -hmm. we're like ashley you you know obviously her mom isn't shining down on her through cow stickers and right she sees the cow stickers and that and validates that right the things that she's worrying about that her mom would be here to comfort her and ease her mind on right she knows she can move on right yeah so all right so um next week amber is our hostess and amber well, uh, we're going to be talking about skincare routines next oh, week. That's a departure from this. Definitely. Yeah, de- <laughs> definitely a departure from what we've been talking about. We're going to talk about skin skincare routines, like what is your skincare routine, and maybe yep. how we can improve our so, skincare routine. That should routine. be some helpful information then, hopefully. So, good. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It puts the lotion on. Oh, <laughs> that's taking it a dark direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we'd like to give special thanks to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech um, for our music and our recording equipment. We'd also like to thank you, our listeners. Thank you for coming back every time. We hope that you'll come back next week. And um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a good rating and share the feed with your friends. We need, we want more people to hear us, to help us stay, keep, keep doing this, you know? So, um, and don't forget to check out the blog. If you're only listening to the podcast, you're only getting a part of the story. So, um, we'll pick up this conversation next week with, um, skincare routines and we hope you'll join us then. Bye. Bye. Bye.